0: This is Sylvia from the Lifelong Health and Fitness Conversations podcast, inviting you to tune in for more conversations promoting functional fitness, mental health, wealth, and overall wellness. Join me as I interview experts and practitioners to enrich your life holistically. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. I want to do a video on um, high-intensity weight training. Uh, I wanted to go over kind of like functional weight training and kind of functional exercise and stuff like that, because I think this is applicable for those that are competing in sport, training for sport, um, whether on an amateur or professional level, but also those, you know, recovering from chronic illness. Um, I, I do want to go maybe in a separate episode and maybe do a series on different exercises I think that are better for strength and conditioning and restorative exercise because there really isn't much, I don't think aside from graded exercise therapy that is really applicable or useful, even for those that are dealing with exercise intolerance, whether they're dealing with chronic Lyme, chronic fatigue syndrome or something similar. Um, I've been a fan of this methodology and kind of principles of how to train and kind of how to work out for about a dozen or so years. I've kind of changed and evolved a little bit, my philosophy and how I go about this. I learned originally about this from the 21 convention about a dozen or so years ago. And from then I I kind of did my own research and started training that way. Um, I read body by science by Doug McGuff. Um, I forgot the other author. And then also looked into drew Bay and others as well too. Um, This methodology and kind of principles and, How You Work Out has been around since probably about the 60s or 70s. It kind of originally originated with Arthur Jones, who is a self-taught engineer and inventor who developed the Nautilus uh, strength training kind of to embrace this methodology. And then from there, Mike and Ray kind of did their own thing. Um, And I think even Dorian Yates trained a little bit this way. And then over time, there's been other people such as Jay Vincent. And there's Drew Bay, and everyone kind of has their different uh, flavor or kind of different way of they kind of do it. There's not like a universal way, I would say. Um, But generally speaking, it's done to. Each set is done to failure. There's only. Typically, I do only about four or five compound exercises, and then I do one, two, or three isolation exercises. And I vary the order of the exercises. Um, just so that different muscles fatigue at different rates. And so you kind of hit them all because depending on genetics and how you train and stuff, different muscles will fatigue um, slower, or faster. Um, typically, it's done one, once or twice a week. Sometimes at the very most is three. It really depends on your genetics and it, you have to kind of work with someone and kind of see and track progress. But it's also important to use good form to kind of know at least some of what you're doing, um, go through it slowly, um, go through it intensely, um, you know, breathe throughout. And then, you know, I kind of typically kind of hyperventilate or whatever you're at the end of it as I'm, my muscles are starting to fatigue and kind of give out. Um, I think if you're really looking to kind of work out efficiently and effectively, and also in a timely manner, uh, this is a good way to train. I don't think, um, you know there's a lot of misinformation and, and in my opinion bs from uh people exercise you know enthusiasts you know sports coaches uh strength training strength and conditioning coaches and stuff like that you know um i used to actually train in martial arts and mma before kind of i had a health crisis and health problems and stuff like that and i still see some of this um to this day um I think there's a much better way of strength and conditioning for a sport or something. And that's by actually practicing or training in that sport. And then maybe supplementing a little bit of cardio here and there with maybe some running or sprints or some cycling, but a minimal at the very most, because I think it would be better spent either training or practicing that sport, meditating, working on yourself, blah, blah, blah. Um, so over time there's been, you know, there's been some changes and stuff, you know, personally, I did kind of the big five exercises from body by science. I still sort of do that, but then I add in some isolation exercises, some of which I've picked over, picked up over time. Um, because I really try to hit like my whole body, especially kind of problem areas for me, it's still ongoing with TMJ and other issues. you know, um, I use exercises to kind of work on my hands and wrists and forearms, but also to develop strength, strength in my neck as well too, and in my jaw. Um, although I do use some exercise at home, I use a jaw exercise, I use a, a kind of a hand grip, a variable hand grip thing that also helps with that, um, and other stuff. But, you know, I think this is applicable for those that, you know, are recovering from chronic illness, that are, uh, you know, the casual weight trainer and stuff like that bodybuilder and stuff like that so yeah um anyways i think you know this is my opinion this is how i plan on training and continue planning on training probably throughout my life um i never quite got into weight training or kind of delved into it and kind of the biomechanics and stuff like that until probably about 10 years or so, actually more than 10 years, but I think it's important to, you know, use proper form. You don't have to go through the full range of motion necessarily, because if you overextend one way or the other, you can, that can cause injury. Um, But good form, slow, um, you know, and intensity, I think intensity is a really important part, but also recovery to make sure, you know, your hormones and your you know, neurotransmitters and everything else was working, you know, digestion and stuff like that. And then, you know, sleep and recovery, that's really important. That's probably as important or more important than the actual workout. Um, and yeah, that's, uh as far as high intensity weight training goes. you know, I'll, I'll include some resources and some links to, you know, there's Dr. Doug McGuff's website, there's the hit or high intensity training university. There's Bay's website. There's, um, Jay Vincent, who is pretty active on YouTube and he's done talks and seminars and stuff like that. You know, this was mentioned briefly and, um, talked about some on Timothy Ferris's blog. Some, I know he's made a few posts about it. He it was also included in the four hour body. Um, And, you know, I think it was even included back in, although the episode didn't air, as a series with Tony Robbins, someone was training like this as well, too. But yeah, um, this is something that I've been doing and, you know, something I I kind of specialize, I guess, a little bit because um, I don't know of many too many health coaches out there that kind of do this or big ones or popular ones. I know Van Greenfield does a little bit. I want to say... Tony Robbins does maybe a little bit as well, too. You know, there is a machine, it is on the spindi end, but I think um it's called an fit and there's ARXFit Omni and Alpha, I believe. And those are spindy, but they can really they're engineered to where you don't have to program or use a weight, it automatically adjusts or adapts to whatever strength you're putting out. So if you put out 500 pounds of you know, and you're doing a bench press, then it will match that. Um, yeah, I, I think that's really about it. All that I have to say. Um, you know, I, I do think, you know, personally, um, I tend to use mostly machines, but I, I do use some free weights. I think, you know, you can both use them safely. Machines are a bit more safer, I think. Um, the strength curves are more consistent and constant, depending on, you know, gravity and effects like that. But I personally prefer, especially if it's a good machine, you know, especially like a modern or even older Nautilus machine or Medex or Hammer Strength. Um, a lot of weight training machines are kind of copycats, poor copycats, in my opinion, of kind of nautilus i still think they're better often than using body weight or free weights but that's my opinion um but yeah check out the links below i may do more episodes on this or at least functional kind of exercise and stuff like that which is pretty simple you know it's just walking hiking um maybe doing some sprints if you're using it for kind of some sports training but also using, doing like Tai Chi, Qigong Gong, and like restorative yoga. But, but yeah, uh, that's it.